1: Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today I want to talk to you about part two, chapter two in this series on my book, Who's Buying You? Until you sell yourself, you won't sell much. And today, chapter two is titled, Seller Beware. If you're old enough to remember, uh, you you probably heard or, or grew up hearing the term buyer beware because we needed to always beware of the seller trying to take advantage of us. But, but times have changed now. And it's, it's really a, if you're in sales, it's about seller beware. And what that means is the, the folks you sell into, they have a lot of knowledge. The subtitle of this chapter is today. Buyers are often more informed than sellers. And that, that's true. And if they're not more informed than the seller, once they go talk to a seller, a salesperson, they, they, can, they can choose to become informed pretty quickly if they want to. But I heard Daniel Pink speak uh, quite a while ago. And uh, he says, sales persuasion and influence moving others has changed more in the last 10 years than it has in the last 100 years. And it has transitioned from buyer beware to seller beware. And that's that's where I got that term was when I heard that guy speak. And it's uh, probably been t- 10 years ago maybe when I heard D- Daniel speak. But uh, n- nothing's changed. Just people are more informed now than they, than they were. So it's no longer buyer beware. Today it's seller beware. And I think you understand that because as I mentioned in the previous episode, Even if you're not in sales, you can get a lot of value out of going through this series based on this sales book. But see, this is not a normal sales book. This book is all about character-based selling. And it's about selling yourself, not selling your product. So as I mentioned before, I hope you you go ahead and listen to all these different episodes. There's probably going to be some nuggets in there for you. But, but I just remember when Daniel spoke those words, Daniel Pink, that uh, they stuck with me. I mean, they stuck with me a, enough that 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 I was able to figure out what he was talking about. I went and read one of his books. I don't remember what the name of it was now, but at least one, maybe I've read a couple of Daniel's, Daniel Pink's books. But uh, he's he's got some pretty good content out there. But but at the same time, you know, as I heard it, I had never considered writing a book for sales professionals. I mean i don't consider myself a a fan of or or knowledgeable about popular selling or marketing techniques and practices that if you know me you know that ain't that ain't the way i i do business i don't do business like normal folks i don't i don't do a lot of marketing i don't do email campaigns and sales funnels and all this stuff that just about everybody else does that, that that's in the space that i'm in in leadership development personal growth but really a lot of that's about manipulating when you understand what those folks are actually doing some products it's not manipulating but some products it is and also even within the same product one person may not be manipulating and and uh another one may be because it's all about the character of the person I, i just don't care for it i always feel like if i'm doing too much marketing and selling type stuff i feel like i'm trying to pressure someone into doing something they don't want to do. And that that ain't, I, I want to help people who want me to help them. If I got to talk them into helping me, probably ain't the person I need to be helping. So they, they can get, get somebody else to do it if, if they got to be talked into it too heavily because uh, there's plenty of folks out there that want some help that you ain't got to talk them into it. Uh, but a lot of people, they're chasing dollars, so they try to talk everybody into it. And if you know me, I ain't chasing dollars either. Not trying to make a lot of dollars, trying to make a lot of difference. But I am highly effective when it comes to influencing people based on my character and my ability to quickly connect with, with the people and my ability to build trust intentionally and my ability to make others feel valued. So in other words, what I'm saying is I can sell myself. And I don't necessarily try to sell products. I don't necessarily want to sell products. But there are a lot of people that that is their only way to make money is they've got to sell some products because they ain't got no money they ain't got no cushion if you live in paycheck to paycheck you, you probably you got to work hard not to come across as needy and greedy and if you've ever met any needy and greedy salespeople, you know exactly what i'm talking about and if you're in the sales business you don't want to be come across as needy and greedy but if you are needy and greedy it's gonna be really hard to cover that up so if you're in the sales business, get yourself squared away. So you don't have to feel that pressure so that you can actually go do character-based selling and you don't care if the person buys or not, because it ain't about getting the money. It's about helping the person. And there's nothing wrong with being paid to help somebody or, or to make commission from selling somebody a product they actually want. Well, what I'm talking about is forget about all that product selling, but how do you sell yourself? How do you make people or influence people? It's a better word. How do you influence people who already want to buy the product or who are going to buy the product or the service to, to want to buy it from you? That's your mission. My mission is assuming somebody wants to buy what I'm selling. So how do I get them to want to buy it from me? That's what this book is about. So just being transparent, as I've shared a little bit already, is I, don't, I don't look forward to meeting and interacting or, or dealing with salespeople who've been trained, trained on and, and bought into the personality-based techniques and practices of how to appear to be. There's a lot of sales training. That's what it's all about, how to appear to be. Basically, in other words, how to manipulate people. But it's how to appear to be instead of focusing on character-based principles related to how to actually be. People who are trying to appear a certain way, they don't want you to know everything about them because everything about them doesn't line up. But people who are actually the way they they are in reality, when you're dealing with them in a sales role, if they're pretending to be high character, you may see them on social media and realize that it's just a front. But if they actually have high character, you may meet them on social media or you may see them in any other areas of life or you meet people who know them personally or that sort of thing. And, and you learn that they're the same no matter what. That's because they're aligned they're not trying to, they're not focused on techniques and practices, but there's no denying it t- today. The buyer does have the advantage over the seller, not sometime every time. And that assumes they want to have the advantage. Obviously, if 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 someone buying doesn't want to have the advantage, they can they can just be ignorant, and don't do any research, and, and don't learn. But but if they want to have the advantage, they can have the advantage because they can go study about the product. They can go they can go price shopping. They can go look at different suppliers of the product or the service. They can talk. They can do all kind of stuff before they actually go talk to the person who's doing the selling. They can do t- tons of learning and, and knowledge gathering. Not sometime, every time. Again, as soon as if they want to. But most often the buyer is holding the, their, the advantage in their hand. And it's called a smartphone. I, I mentioned that in a previous episode, I believe. Or it could be a computer, a laptop, whatever they can get on the Internet. Because today the buyer can connect to the internet and learn everything about your product and your competition before they ever meet you and hear your well-rehearsed sales pitch, assuming you're a salesperson. Maybe you ain't got a a well-rehearsed sales pitch. If you do, you're probably really going to like what's in this book. You know, if you, excuse me, if you don't have a well-rehearsed sales pitch, you're probably going to like what's in this book. Cause this book ain't got nothing to do with creating a well-rehearsed sales pitch. It's about connecting with people. And actually, depending on your product and your marketing methods, the the, the people with with the smartphone and the internet, they may, they may be able to experience your sales pitch and your style on video before they ever even meet you. The quality and what they feel about you while watching the video will determine if you actually get to meet them or if you never get to meet them see a lot of folks in sales. And again, whether you're in professional, if you're, whether you're a professional salesperson or not, you're a professional buyer, you buy all kinds of things all the time. So you just see it from the other side, but, but I guarantee you, you've seen videos somewhere of someone selling something and you think I wouldn't buy that from them. I wouldn't go meet them. I don't want to speak to them. So if you are a salesperson and you're making videos, best thing you can do is be authentic. The moment you choose not to be authentic and you become fake, you're going to be losing some folks. But today the buyer's first impression of you may very well be your online presence. Or it could be, if you're in the professional sales world, your lack of an online presence. See that it could work both ways. Some, someone could see your online presence, meaning your social media profile, either even your personal stuff. Doesn't have to be your professional stuff. Could be both. Could could be both. Could be one one of the, of the two, the, your personal online presence or your professional online presence. But either one of those could, could attract them to you or repel them away from you. But not having one could keep you out of the game altogether in today's time. Because people who are online, if you're not online, guess what? They ain't gonna see you. They ain't gonna know you exist. They might skip right past you and you may be the 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 best salesperson out there. But you may not have grown enough to get outside your comfort zone to to go have an online presence like some other folks. So somebody else who may be not good as you, who maybe don't care as much about the people, who don't truly want to help the people, they're just trying to make money. Well, they may be making the money and helping the people indirectly because they're online and you're not. But you get to decide how to operate your business. All I'm trying to do through this podcast series is provoke thought, raise your awareness. You decide what to do with it. But folks online, buyers, they they can often read reviews by other buyers who have experience with your company, your product, and sometimes even with you. And That's the way it works. Someone may read a, a, a review about the company from another salesperson, and you miss the sales even though you're a great salesperson because whatever they read online turns them away from the company, and you represent the company so you don't ever get to to, to start that relationship, or it could be a product when they go out and they do product reviews and they see your product, not the product they want. So when they see you're selling that product, they move on. You never even get to see them. They can also stalk you on various social media platforms. Like I've kind of been alluding to, to see who you really are as a person. When you're not trying to sell them something. Who are you? Some people could care less, but some people care. Some people are going to check you out. Especially if it's a big ticket item where they're spending a lot of money. You know, you think of maybe a car, a house, a boat, land, things like that where there's a lot of money involved. Swimming pool, in-ground swimming pool. I got a story about that I'll tell you. Later on, when that when it when it more relates to that chapter, but I got lots of stories I'll be sharing with you throughout this series. Not not really me as a salesperson, but me as a, a buyer, and the kind of salespeople that I've interacted with. But today, the buyer can, and and you know you are a buyer, whether you're a salesperson or not professionally, it doesn't matter. You're a buyer, and today the buyer can compare features and prices instantly. You already know this. And if you're a professional salesperson, you probably already know this too. They can do it while they're standing in front of you. I guarantee you there's salespeople out there trying to sell a product and there's somebody in front of them online c- price shopping. Because they may not be worried about the relationship with the buyer. They're worried about the price. But during that time, if, if I mean with the seller. During that time though, if the seller can actually build a relationship. These folks may not go shop around, even though the price is less somewhere else. But in many cases, these buyers going, are going to let the salesperson invest their time showing and demonstrating the product. Then they're going to choose to bypass the salesperson altogether and purchase from someone else or purchase it online. Basically, that's when the buyer needs some character work because the buyer sitting there using the salesperson. The buyer may know they're, they're not going to buy. From this person they're going to buy from someone else or either they're going to buy it online they're just using this sales person to to get some knowledge if you using if you using folks it don't matter which side of the equation you're on you got some character work to do so there's a lot of buyers out there got a lot of character work to do also but i'm sure you get the point right now and you can reflect on your own experiences and and you the two of us probably gonna agree on everything I've been talking about, everything I'm gonna talk about. Again, even if you're not a professional seller, you're gonna see it from the buyer's eyes. And you're probably gonna see it faster and and quicker and clearer. Cause a lot of sales professionals, they're gonna have it it's gonna be clouded up. Something something in their experience or their training is gonna cloud up a little how they can see some of the stuff I'm talking about. They're gonna see it differently, especially if they're into manipulating people. They'd be like, oh, Mac don't know what he's talking about. He ain't got a, he, he don't know what he's talking about. He, he ain't, he ain't out there struggling like I am. He don't know. I know what character is. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about selling with character. That's what this whole book's about. But today, today, the buyer absolutely has the advantage on all fronts. And I touched on this a little bit last time, but I'm going to add in a few things this time. But the one major advantage you still have is you. If they like you, if they trust you, if they feel you want to help them. Those are the things I believe I shared with you last episode because they're on the back cover, and I shared some of that back cover information. But there's a few more here. The one Again, the one major advantage you still have and you will always have if you develop yourself is you shared a few things. Let me share a few more. If they want to buy from you. If they want to speak positively about you to others. And if they do, it's all because of you. You are the key to your success. So this series or this book, again, it's going to take a while, 30 weeks to go through these 30 chapters. But if you are in professional sales and you like the thought of character-based selling versus manipulating, highly encourage you to go check out "Who's Buying You?" Until you sell yourself, you won't sell much. Again, it's in a paperback, audio book, and it's in the ebook format also. So, I encourage you to go check it out because this book's going to provide unique insights and bite-sized pieces to help you leverage your advantage—not over the buyer, but over your competition those who are selling what you're selling and trying to steal your buyers. This book, this 30-part series on this podcast, it's, it's all about helping you maximize and leverage your character to create an advantage over the other people who are selling what you're selling. My purpose in this in this book is to help you sell yourself, like I've mentioned, not your products. Until you're able to sell yourself effectively, you won't have to worry too much about selling your products because you're not going to get to. And people who don't understand character-based selling, they're going to make a thousand excuses why they can't sell anything, why they don't get referrals, why they don't get repeat customers, all this kind of stuff just like the rest of life. People who don't want to look in the mirror and take responsibility for who they are and the results they're getting, guess what they do? They blame other people. That includes people in this in the sales world, sales professionals. They're people too. They got the same character-based growth opportunities as the rest of us. But it matters a whole lot more when, when, when you're generating your income based off your ability to sell to someone. A lot different than going in and going through the motions and doing some work by yourself in a cubicle or in front of a machine or, or out on a job, job site. When you got to meet new people constantly and build relationships, that's way more reason for someone in that field in a professional sense to, lead, or to read and learn about personal growth and development and leadership. But a lot of salespeople don't study character-based type content if they do they're going to get a, have a better life at home too not just at work but a lot of professional sales people they just focus on focus on selling sales techniques and a lot of them are manipulative it goes against everything that i would be teaching and and they're welcome to do that i i, I just don't want to do it and most of my audience who listen to my podcast unless someone's making them listen to it They're focused on character development. And again, that's what this book is all about, how to sell with a high degree of character. Long term, you're going to get tons and tons and tons of business. Guess what? Short term, you will too. I got some chapters about that later on, so don't want to dive into that now. But as as Ralph Marston said, truly appreciate those around you, and you'll soon find many others around you. That's some good stuff from old Ralph. Because the more people we attract, if we're in sales, the more product we will sell. Because word of mouth sells. And if we're attracting people, they're spreading some good word of mouth advertisement about us. First of all, that's the main thing, is to spread word of mouth advertisement about us. And if we have a good product, but most of the time as a salesperson, I, I don't build the product. Someone else builds the product, so I'm depending on another piece of my team to do that. What I want positive word of mouth about most of all is me as a person if I'm in the sales business. So like I mentioned at the end of each one of these episodes, I'm going to share the, the the three statements that that end each chapter in the book. And it's just a little section with with three key points at the end of each chapter. That little section happens to be titled the same as the, the title of this chapter, Seller Beware. So the seller beware key points here at the end of this episode. Number one, your customers are better informed today than they have ever been. Your character is your advantage. Seller beware, tip number two. You can't compete with those who are online if you're not online, not effectively. Think about your marketing methods. And seller beware tip number three, your real competition is the character of those who are selling what you're selling. You are the advantage. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I was just talking to you about word of mouth sales and that's uh actually next week's episode we'll be moving right into chapter three which is actually titled word of mouth so we're going to be talking about that so again if 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 you're not in professional sales still think you're going to find some value in this series but you probably whether you are or not you know some people who are make sure to share with them about this podcast it's free Worst thing you can do is nothing. Best thing you can do is help them increase their income. Help them have a better life. And if they're your children, grandchildren, spouses, uh, relatives, brothers, sisters, cousins, why, why wouldn't you want to help them out? Direct them over here to me and let me give them some tips. And maybe, and maybe they'll get into some of the other episodes and let, let some of this other stuff rub off on them and they can have a, a better life all around. Not just at work, but at home too. So hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Talk to you next time.
0: Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Carter Leadership Series books and others, now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit BlueColorLeadership.com to learn about Mac's books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for
1: listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.